magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, and everyone, we have some really exciting news. Natasha got her shot. Oh, yeah. Woo! What's that last week? Jeez. Time. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's like a long week and a short week. That's yeah. every week. It's like, oh was it God. super long or was it super short? Yeah. No, what you're right. It? It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this past week was like, when it was Tuesday, Brett and I both felt like it, it should have been like thursday night it didn't make any sense well yeah and then last night ted was like oh tomorrow's friday i'm like how did it how is it friday already yeah yeah it's really exactly strange. it's so i was like it felt like it should have been friday all week and then when it was friday it didn't make any sense it's like a house of mirrors yeah with time but thank you for celebrating my shot. I'm it's so really happy. It's really exciting. I'm so happy for oh, you. <laughs> thank you. You're happier than I am. I think I'm a little just like wary because like really I just need Brett to get his shot because he, oh, yeah. you know, needs it. And that'll than, feel. Yeah. yeah. Like it almost feels like I shouldn't have been the one to get it first. Like, I mean, really, he is kind of um, because of his genetics more um, – What's it called? He is high risk, but it doesn't count as high risk. So, like, he can't get it. So, anyway, I just want him to get it. But, anyway, welcome, everybody. And at this point is when we look at the cards we picked last week to say, what happened? Were they accurate? (laughs) Did it show up? (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, let's let's look at what happened. And every week, it's a surprise what we picked to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you picked from I think it was Starseed Oracle Big Picture right. Thinking. Does oh. that sound right? Big Picture Thinking from Starseed. It was I'm definitely so- Big Picture Thinking. Oh, I just okay. don't know if it was from Starseed yeah. Oracle. Okay. okay. And then I picked from my Cosmic Dancer Oracle Offer. Oh, what did that mean? It was like offering everything up, like remembering that life is this big, like it's, it can all, everything you do, all your efforts, all your goals and dreams, like they can all be offered up to the divine. Uh, That's nice. I don't, what, how did you feel about it? Did you feel that came true or did you experience Um, that? Yeah. I, I mean, I could see how that would apply. I mean, the big picture thinking, I, ha- I really had a really interesting thing happen. And it was that right. a Harvard researcher, like oh, there's yeah. a Harvard research study on QAnon, like in, and part of it is in the metaphysical community. And one of the researchers asked to interview me. And so, so I, <laughs> I know I was really excited. So exciting. And so that was interesting. And it actually... It did make me really look at, like, I've been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of, like, changing of the way that I communicate, but it even kind of made me be like, I have some more stuff, even more stuff to think about. You mean the way you communicate because of QAnon? Yeah, like, because of, not just QAnon, but really the whole pandemic, because that was a big part of what I was talking about, because that was, I think, part of why this researcher wanted to talk to me, because I am a new age or metaphysical teacher who is like trying to do my best to maybe amend some of the ways I teach, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just like either 
not talking about it or just being like, QAnon people go home. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, what, how, how did I, how could I possibly have maybe contributed to this? Yeah. Or not? Yeah. yeah. And then let's just be at- clear. It's not that I don't care, but you have a lot more. You could, we, let's call you an influencer. So he, that it's not, I just wanted to be clear. It's not like I'm also, cause I'm also a new age teacher. So right. I didn't want it to be like, and I don't give a shit. It's because you <laughs> no. have a lot more followers. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And also I feel like, like in the interview with Mature, it's how I was the one like, oh, yeah. I'm really questioning, you know, like I feel like I, I, d- I went through that whole thing of like, am I, should I quit? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so I, I guess, really have been feeling great about not quitting, but oh, instead good. kind of having more, just more dimension, like talking more about being more aware of spiritual bypassing and when things I'm saying might contribute to that. Mm. And then also um, acknowledging that there's all different levels of privilege, like just all within Mm. the last year, that's all Mm. kind of seemed way more important to me. It's come into focus in so many ways. And, but I like that interview made me feel like, well, it made me feel good that I was contributing and like being a part of history in that way. Mm. But it also was like, oh, there's a lot of, because this is a professor of communications and I, ask me questions and I'd be like I don't know what I think about that oh (laughs) like what didn't you know what you think uh well like he was talking about um like cancellation oh Mm -hmm. like one of the things was like well what if um social media platforms make it so you couldn't talk about um, all the things that you normally talk about. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, what? It's yeah. like, like aliens, like how aliens and starseeds oh, have, like, people who teach about that have really, oh, a lot yeah. of them have become QAnon people, not all of them, but mm-hmm. a lot of them. And how then he was like, so what if you couldn't talk about aliens? I was like, well, I don't talk about aliens that much, but like, if I couldn't talk about aliens or angels or something, it's like, mm. maybe we could just talk about it elsewhere. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, it's like, I, it was yeah. just new to me, that whole concept, like stuff like that. You yeah, know? that's too bad that they've ruined aliens because as <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've made many alien friends. Right. Well, okay. I know, I feel we haven't the been same friends, way. but we have. I have communicated with them in readings when they've shown up for people. Mm-hmm. But they are not related to QAnon. Yeah, see, like, I feel like all this stuff is useful when we talk about it, like, this is helpful, and this is like a paradigm that we can look at, or a way energy's moving that we're communicating about, but then when, with the QAnon situation, where it's like, okay, okay, sure, so there's aliens, so then there's also literally reptilians Mm -hmm. who are in power, who are eating babies, like, then it's like, okay, is this harmful Mm -hmm. that we're talking about aliens, and it's just Mm -hmm. a question that isn't, I just don't know yet. You know, mm. there's just more, there's further to go. But the good I news see. is it does seem like this particular researcher is going to be on our podcast yeah, pretty at great. some point We're when, this, when the study, yeah, gets closer to being out in May. So yeah, I do we'll just talk to him about it. That I do feel like it's a pretty easy workaround. I mean, like if you're just very <laughs> clear, you know, yeah, like just yeah. like, and I'm not talking about QAnon when I say this, you know what I mean? Like, I saw I had a conversation with an alien, <laughs> right? Yeah, in a well, reading, and uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I just think maybe there's more though too, like mm. to just be really clear also about well, and also like 
uh, authority. Like, mm. oh, Natasha sees aliens. So, it like, it, you aren't going to then make the jump into the shape-shifting reptilian, elite reptilians eating babies. But some people who talk about aliens are. Mm-hmm. So does that mean, like, we should somehow say... Mm. You know, well, maybe part no. of what we can do also is like, <laughs> don't believe any one person, like, trust yes. yourself. Yes. And don't 100%. just like follow one teacher or just believe that there's someone who has all the secrets and they're totally enlightened. And, and then just continue like that. This is something that I do have become clear on is to continually remind everybody that I'm learning as I go and I make yeah, mistakes. Totally. And I, you know, yes, yes, definitely. That's so important. The, I mean, that even though we're teaching things, we're talking about things, we don't, we don't know. Just, just because we happen to have, I mean, I'm not saying people are all are believing us so much, but just like we're just one example, you know, like we don't know just because we say it doesn't mean it's true. It's what we think is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there has been that paradigm though that guru paradigm of like oh this is an enlightened person and they know everything and if they say it it must be true and like I used to kind of sometimes think well maybe there are some gurus who Mm. really do know everything and then but now watching how like pretty much I mean like such Mm -hmm. a large percentage of the yoga the the guys who started major yoga traditions Mm -hmm. have turned out to be abusers Mm -hmm. many 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 of them Mm -hmm. and then like teachers spiritual teachers like Doreen Virtue who I loved so much Mm -hmm. and then she totally turned into a born-again Christian it's like but that's yeah and I mean you we don't have a problem with born-again Christians no no it's just (laughs) just want to make that well some of them well sure just like some of them I mean there's there's different sects s-e-c-t-s of Mm born-again Christianity where it's very um rejecting and judgmental of well yeah because what happened with Doreen was that then she like wrote a million blog posts about all the evil things about the new age oh well that's so, the problem yeah and not not that all born again yes. Christians are like that yeah, but yeah, just, yeah totally sorry so no i Christians. just wanted to be clear i know there that. are christian witches who are listening sorry about that I yeah no well th- they probably aren't born again <laughs> but because that is like a different my sister is and you know Ultimately, we all contain so many multitudes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so many multitudes. I mean, it's just like she's been so loving and kind to me, but like the nicest person in my family, but then also has these very rejecting beliefs of like other people, you know, like Mm -hmm. groups of people, because that's what her religion is teaching her. So yeah, it is true. We all contain multitudes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, anywho, um, oh, as far as I go, I was just going to say um, this This is, I guess, partially an ad, but not really. But um, Goddess Provisions, who, if you subscribe to them, we do get, um, uh, what do you call it? little commission. We get a little commission. Um, but that's not why I'm mentioning this, because I think it's still for sale. I don't, I think it is. But they have this little moon, it's called Moon Wisdom Club 2021 Planner, and I have been loving this thing so much because it, and this, this isn't an ad, this part, but it has like basically just like five lines for each day. And um, 
I've been wanting to have some kind of journal where I can just put what I've been working on emotionally that day in the journal so that I can look back. Like a lot of times, um, friend of the show and astrologer Britton LaRue will be like, okay, this, it's like the new moon. Look back on what you thought of the last new moon. What were you working on? What has come up for you? And I'm always like, I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I just have no idea. But this is just like so perfect because then you can just look back and be like, oh, I know exactly what I was working on. I didn't have to write a whole spiel. I just wrote four sentences or two sentences. I am going to ask goddess provisions to send that to me. I and if mean, they won't, I'm going to get another one like that. Because yeah. <laughs> that sounds so cool. It sounds like such a cool self-care practice. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I want to know in a month what yes. I was working on. Yeah. You know? Well, Britain talks about this all the time because um, she does this for her astrology. Like she tracks the astrology that way. But she writes like really long journal entries for each one. I'm like, how do you know what the salient details are in each? You know, like right. how do you not like get lost in them? I would just get overwhelmed I know I well yeah and also when I have like notes stack up in journals at some point I just I get creeped out by it and I just recycle the whole thing I just don't want it sitting there I just realized this (laughs) yeah yeah uh, me too I don't it's too much (laughs) um I just realized while you're talking sorry that um we I don't think we get a commission anyway (laughs) if they were to buy this so this really isn't an app I know uh, it really she was telling me about it before we yeah, started yeah everybody. so it's this is not an this app. is for real and it, plus it also <laughs> has like little like like one page new moon how did you spend it boom awesome. I, I just can't I anyway it. and what's what's it called moon wisdom club planner yeah 2021 yeah. Plan. and and it's velvet I love velvet. what crushed I didn't velvet. even know that part Ugh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> so but as now I can know it. Also, you know, we always recap what was what happened for you last week, and I'm always like, oh god, oh I don't know. Yes, but now us. I know. Well, the thing is that it's going to be coming up in the energy report, oh, so I'm okay, not going to okay. go full deets. But I will say one thing that I have been coming up with against, or not against. I've been doing more shadow work on integrating my past self from. When I was in this comedy theater in early 2000s um, and there was just like a lot of people there actually, it's funny talking about cults, like people would be like, it's a cult. And you know what? I do want to say, I feel like that word's getting thrown around a little too much um, Mm. because it's like a real, like you can be like a leader of a movement. Like let's, like for instance, you know, Doreen Virtue. She's not a cult, you know what I mean? She's just somebody who has a lot of influence and Mm -hmm. is telling people to do these things that may or may not be harmful. You know, she may be not using her power well. That may not even be a good example. The other one you don't like, Christine Northrup. Christian Northrup. Thank you. Christian Northrup, yeah. Um, That she's not a cult. I mean, I used to love her. Right, right, right. No, but she's not a cult leader. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. Well, although QAnon is a cult and she is promoting QAnon. Well, that's a different problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for instance, I hope it's okay to say this, but some, well, I'm sure it's fine. Um, like someone with with peace and love, peace and love mentioned that a cult person, like someone who studies cults, had said that Byron Katie is part of a cult, and so I read the article, and I mean, it sounds like, according to this person. 
that she may have been abusing her power. But I don't, mm. it, I don't think she's a cult, you know, like just because she has may and I don't even know if this is true. You know, this is just what a couple people have said that well, she. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, just that she had been using, like, maybe, like, doing certain practices to bring up people's shame in a way that made them feel really bad. And then uh, okay. and then she would, like, um, you know, really discount anything. Basically, a spiritual, in some ways, it sounds like pretty intense spiritual bypassing. Like, everything's your fault, really. It's yeah. how you look at things. It's not, you know, it's all your fault. If you're mess, if you're feeling sad, it's your fault kind of thing. But that doesn't, you know, I'm not saying that's good practices, if that's what's happening, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look into it because it sounds like those do seem cultish. Culty. Yeah, culty. Um, you can be culty. <laughs> sure. But I mean, but like, I do, yeah, go ahead. I just want to clarify uh, I have a friend who is huh. uh, a, psych- a psychologist, and she was telling me, because I was saying cult, and she, I was talking about cults, and she was telling me that actually the definition of cult is just like a, a spiritual group that is non mainstream. And that, hmm. but when most people say cult, what they mean is dangerous cult. Mm hmm. Yeah. So just if you're a psychology major and you were you knew that, I just wanted to say that you I also too. know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. I have known that now for two weeks. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you can put that feather in your cap. Um. Anyway, the reason I actually wanted to bring that up is because later I'm going to refer to her because she does have good practices like for helping with things like anxiety. Oh and my gosh, I, I really like a lot of Byron Katie's teachings. I yeah. she helps the, her worksheet on her website. I've gone back to it over, like multiple times in yeah. my life because it's so helpful. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that. But anyway, and also that people had called this theater a cult just because I think people were super into mm-hmm. it, you know, and there was not good practices. There was some sexism and racism and, mm-hmm. um, you know, anyway, for me, it was like a different life when I was trying to be a comedy writer. And I've had a lot of shame around, like, just changing my life So even though I always, in fact, back in that time period, I was training to do what I do now just for fun. I didn't know I was going to be doing it for my career. Um, But just like I feel like there's a lot of messaging out there like you are supposed to do one thing, not all the things, you know, Um, like if you're like that doesn't make any sense. It's kind of reminds me of the old days when (laughs) such a funny example for this but like when people used to think if you movie stars couldn't be in tv or like if they were in tv then uh, there was something wrong with them or like musicians couldn't also be you know actors like it's like what no you don't fit into that box and so and also they're like the comedy world is so different from this there's a lot of cynical cynicism and you know Mm -hmm. i'm towards the new age world and all of that um so it's just been a lot of me integrating a feeling like oh no I didn't I actually chose to leave it I didn't fail you know and and even if I did let's say try for years and years and not get anywhere which even wasn't the case but that's like the story I sometimes tell myself even though I was working 
but I chose to leave for many reasons. And so that's just this kind of shadow integration I'm doing. Like I'm allowed to leave something that doesn't make me a failure, you know, and also I'm allowed to be both a comedian and um, a spiritual teacher and (laughs) energy healer and reader and all of that stuff. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's been a little bit of like, like I, for instance, haven't gone on Twitter, which is where I used to like just write stupid jokes on Twitter. And then I was like, you know what? I can go on there and tell my stupid joke. And, (laughs) you know, it doesn't matter if people, what people think. But um, yeah, so that's something I've been working on, which has been a little bumpy, but I'm just trying to be kind to myself about it. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. All right. So that was last week. Okay, so now I want to mention that I just recently added a pendulum class to my website. So mm. it's how to master the pendulum. Is I'm it really live? Ex- yeah. Oh. I'm really excited to teach it. It's going to be a live Zoom um, class on April 29th at oh. 6.30 p.m. Mountain. But if you can't make it live, I am going to have the recording available after. Uh, but... I'm just going to teach how to get started with the pendulum, but also all the stuff I've learned over the many, many years that I've used the pendulum, like what it works well for, what it doesn't work well for, how to kind of get the hang of it. And then we're going to do some fun exercises with getting, receiving some information about how to like some self-care information using the pendulum. That sounds great. I want to take that class. Oh, I'll add you to the list. (laughs) So you can learn about that at testwhitehurst.com and then go to shop. Oh, and that's it. Just go to shop. And now it's it's your turn. Oh, we want to talk about the giveaway. Oh, yeah. So we're doing a giveaway on Instagram where I'm giving away my owning your um, energy workshop, which is I. I taught this at the beginning of the pandemic and I think it's still I I think it's really helpful still we I lead people through a bunch of stuff like grounding and clearing and disconnecting from the energy of the pandemic and all of that um so I'm giving that away and you're giving away your pendulum workshop yeah yeah pendulum workshop yeah so just go to our Instagram and all you have to do is follow us both and um and give us your favorite emojis. Hand them over. You're yeah. never allowed to use them again. Just kidding. Just <laughs> post them so we know what they are. And um, also, we would love for you to write us a review if you haven't already. If you have, thank you so, thank you so much. So much. And even and just it- clicking the five stars really helps us. It yeah. really does. We helps s- us so much. You can just, it takes uh, no time. Zero time. So- well, maybe thir- 10 seconds. <laughs> see how fast you can do it you can make it a race make it a fun race <laughs> <laughs> and support us at the same time and then you can tell people i was in a race today <laughs> and you supported your podcast you enjoy yes okay. so thank you so much <laughs> yeah so anywhere you listen we greatly appreciate it um okie dokie are we going to answer questions now? Yeah, as promised, it's time to answer our questions. Which one should we start with? Um, let's start with our first phone call. Okay. Okay. I'm calling because um, I've been having a situation at work where 
Um, there are some people who are kind of um, unhappy with how quickly I progressed, and um, they seem to be doing everything they can to kind of thwart my progress and not allow me to do a good job. So um, this weekend I did a bind, sort of a binding flash protection spell, but I made sure to, that it would be, um, you know, not to harm anyone, but to just stop them from harming me. And then um, kind of woke up with some anxiety that that might have been a bad thing to do, and I definitely don't want to put any energy out there that would be negative or to hurt anybody. So I was just wondering what you all thought about binding spells and whether they are ethical, you know, when the intention is not to harm um, or to control, which is rather to, you know, stop, stop people from doing harm to you or anyone else. Thank you. I love your podcast very much. You guys are amazing. Brightens my week. Have a great uh, week. Okay, thank you, Lena, for calling us. You know how much we love those voicemails. Yeah, and that's a great question. Yes. So, um, so certainly. Oh, do you mind if I just jump in? I here? don't mind. Okay. Just jump on in. <laughs> okay. So, um, definitely put your mind at ease. I think the best way to always approach any magic that you have performed in the past, if you start to feel worried about it, just kind of relax, breathe, remember everything is perfectly unfolding. Whatever has happened, like you can always shift it. You're, you've never, like you've never kind of gone down the wrong road. You can always change whatever is happening. So start with taking a deep breath, feeling centered, feeling calm, knowing that you're empowered to create the conditions that you desire. From that place, now I will, I do want to say, bindings are tricky. I do sometimes think that they are useful. I do have some binding spells on my website. I was actually rejected by a publisher once because I have binding spells on my website because <laughs> they the publisher was like, that is bad magic. We don't approve of that. Interesting. And, did yeah, they ask so, you to take them down or did they just reject No, they just re- that was just in the rejection enough. letter. Was uh, we can't we could we would never publish someone with a, you know, wow. interesting. Anyway, <laughs> so um, <They're> but, lost. <laughs> thank you yeah I do have um it is they are tricky the dynamics I, I kind of like if this is someone you're working with regularly for example if it's someone you live with or you work with I would just I would personally recommend doing anything else you can before you go in and bind someone because it is kind of like really like whenever you can work with your own personal energy first is ideal so Mm -hmm. it's but don't worry it's not the end of the world that you already did it we can reverse that or do something else Mm -hmm. but in those kinds of situations like neutralizing someone's power is a good place to start Mm. so I have that on a spell for that on my website too I think the the post is um, something like five alternatives to curses and hexes I think mm. is the name of the post but neutralizing someone's power over you it's sort of similar to binding but it's less invasive of their energy so mm. it's like remembering oh yeah this person because part of their power over you often is your belief that they have power over you or your fear that they have power over you or your permission that to, right. like on some level so if you can remember, I had such good, um, I'm thinking of a particular time I had such a good, good results from doing this was to just like, it's like you kind of are waking up from a bad dream. Like, wait a minute, this mm. person doesn't have power over me. I am the person who has power in my life. And then that neutralization of that, their power. So it, my spell is something like you write their name or take their business card and put it into a jar of sea salt. 
Yeah. So it's just like absorbs the, the all mm. the belief that they have power over uh, you. Yeah. I think you maybe like you tie it up and then you're just like you're, you have you no power what? over me. I like what you just said about it neutralizes the belief that they have power over yeah. you. Because you're not actually neutralizing their power. They're, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Where I feel like with binding, it kind of can veer more into that. Exactly. You are actually binding their power. Yeah. So starting with neutralization, you could also do protection spells for yourself. Um, those were, would be the places I would recommend starting in that situation um, because just because especially when you're working with someone or living with someone then the dynamics can get a little bit wonky once you bind them and then you see them every day you know so in this situation I think I would just like kind of do an unraveling of that work that you already did totally mm-hmm. like set this can also be like waking up from a bad dream like if you think like oh no I did this and I shouldn't have done it just remember like oh no it's fine whatever Mm -hmm. I did I can reverse it's not nothing to be afraid of Mm -hmm. um but I would maybe like over the after the full moon as the moon is waning do some kind of thing to kind of lessen that power kind of unravel and unwind that binding spell um set the intention maybe if you have any stuff that you used for the binding spell you could put that in sea salt or you could like cut a lemon in half and kind of put that near whatever those ingredients are some kind of way that you're consciously unwinding that power that it feels like you could set them in sunlight like detoxify Mm. all of those um whatever those cords of energy might be Mm -hmm. that you set in motion Mm-hmm. And then I would work on the level of neutralizing instead of binding. When binding would be appropriate, mm. I feel like that, like at the beginning of the Trump administration, <laughs> that's when we, although th- we did kind of look back and think, you know what, maybe we shouldn't have done it like that. Mm. <laughs> like binding, like this was, again, this was like a person that we would, we didn't want him to be president. I mean, my coven and I didn't, mm-hmm. um, but he was president Mm -hmm. so maybe binding his power at that point was maybe not the best way to deal with it this is kind of another example um but i do still think like if someone's like bullying your kid really badly Mm. and you've done everything Mm. else you possibly can you know that Mm. kind of situation that maybe you could do a binding spell then and do it with as much love and compassion as you possibly can but like they no longer have power over, mm-hmm. you know, the ability to bully. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, it doesn't feel good ever. But I that's just my opinion. But what I would do, energetically speaking, would be to do something like um, putting protection roses all around me or like imagining a gold protection fence around me that mm-hmm. that and just imagining the fences like a, like it. Um, it 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 like a magnet opposite of a magnet. <laughs> what would that word be? Um, de- de- deflects anything yeah. that comes that any any of his their energy. I'm picturing it being a boy. Any of his energy can't get in, so it's like like a mirror. Defle- like yeah. um, yeah, it just goes vroom, goes away. So picturing it like that, and I agree with Tess though that you don't need to feel bad whatsoever just your new intention is like oh you know what that didn't feel so good to do that so I'm going to undo it and now um you can do something like that where you just have protection around you Mm -hmm. and then also I would just try to work on you know if they are threatened by your success 
allowing that to be their problem, not yours. Like it's none of your business if they're threatened by your success. Now, of course, if they're doing things to intervene and stuff like that, then you can, what does that bring up on you? Like work on that and, you know, and actually do physical, like take action if you need to, um, to defend yourself if that's something that's happening. But I would work, to me, I would work on the energetics of can I let this person be who this person is? I would just, that's always my mantra that I always go back to this one person years ago who I would see every every day and I would just feel so upset around because they weren't nice to me. And my mantra was just, can I let this person be who this person is? Can I let this person be who this person is? And that would just like allow me to let, literally let her be like her and her stuff is her stuff. It's not my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a situation where for sure, definitely not a binding. But I don't know, like, what do you think? What would you think of binding? Like, what if there's somebody in your neighborhood who's poisoning uh, yeah. cats? Right, 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 right. Right. Like, or like the people who would um, see. OK, I know what you're saying. So, yeah, that's absolutely terrible. But or like you the can people bind, who you can set the intention that you're binding them from causing harm, but not like you're binding them in general. Yeah. So yeah. like our Black Lives Matter sign that people ended up stealing, they were defacing it, stuff like that. And I felt, you know, a little unsafe for a while. You know, yeah. so in that case, when I think about it, like binding them, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense on a logical level what you're saying. Yes, that makes sense. On a gut level, it feels like not the highest thing to do. And I'm not just saying like, oh, I'm uh, not like that. But just yeah. like even the energetics of it feel like there's a higher way to do it. Like there's a better, more efficient way to do it. I know that. I know the feeling. Yeah, I, that's mm -hmm. why I'm like, okay, if there's anything else you can do. Although I will say I think yeah. there would be certain situations where I would yeah, bind somebody. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like I'm just thinking about what I would do and what I did do instead was I called in Archangel Michael to protect the house and to like I just imagine yeah. Archangel's Michael's energy to like like do a, right like, like yeah. having that be just like a light fill I would call in protection for the cat let's say it was a cat's I would call in all their protections right. I would do lots of light filled stuff it just to me feels more in the flow and also more yeah, I know. Anyway, that's no, just and, I and also that is like th getting into stuff like that can affect our karma. Like when that's I have what I in the feel. Past, that's my yeah, that's my can. gut feeling. It can. Is that yeah. yeah? I mean, even if you are doing it for the and I'm not trying to be on like a high horse here. Like if people feel need to do it, you know that is fine. That I'm just saying my gut feeling about it. It feels like super temporary, and also like. Boom, like the boomerang from that. I could just feel mm -hmm. the energetic boomerang from that it would come mm -hmm. right back at me if I were to. It yeah. just feels like And that, that to can me. really be a bitch. It's true. But I'm not saying that. And by the way, I just want to say to Lena, like, I don't think that will happen to you, especially if you oh, yeah. know. Like, if I were to, let's say I did that to those people and then I was like, oh, you know what? That doesn't feel good. I'm worried about Like, it yeah. feels like the boomerang. Then I would just be like, okay. Then I would call an angel, be like, Archangel Knight, will you help me release? that binding gently yes. and lovingly send it back to the you know universe in the best way possible totally. and then I do the protection fill up with light because the more full of light you are and the more you will just allow people to be who they are the more you can um 
you know, the more you are protected. Of course, that said, you know, like fucking racism and, you know, it's by the way, we didn't mention that. And I feel really bad that like the Asian, the attacks against them, Asian Americans this week. Oh, so awful and awful. So I just want to say our hearts go out to the Asian community. Um, But anyway, (laughs) that took us. I was just thinking about the racists that. Yeah. defaced our sign you know um so anyway that's how i feel about that. yeah <laughs> three different tangents okay um so, so next now. call yes okay great hi i'm wondering if you have any magical techniques specific for overthinking when you can tell that you are just using your brain energy pointlessly because you don't have anything to worry about so your brain wants to find something to worry about and it feels like all the energy is in your head um so yeah i'm just wondering if you have a magical technique for overthinking thank you bye-bye okay um so interestingly it's funny i have like been in this flow lately where just things keep repeating and i feel like that's a good like that I'm in a good flow right now because Byron Katie has come up so it's weird like so many times this week that me too really like, before I even saw the, yeah, the post me too. Uh, I actually mentioned her in that interview with the Harvard guy because I was like he, he asked about my feelings about conspirituality the podcast mm-hmm. and I was like oh well I agree with a lot of what they say but one time they were saying bad things about Byron Katie who I loved and then the oh, next day I didn't even know that yeah, yeah. The next day you saw that post on our Magic yeah. Monday listeners. Yeah. And I mentioned it in my um, inner child healing class as part of a way to deal with the inner critic. And then I saw this. And then she was on an interview on a podcast I listened to. Uh, it's crazy. Well, so even I do want to mention, I thought of this earlier, but didn't say it. Like, if it does turn out that she's a cult leader, <laughs> or that there's this is really culty and dangerous. Yes. It doesn't mean that she doesn't have useful tools. Like, yeah. Kundalini yoga was a cult. Like there were real culty things that happened in in that yeah. uh, community, especially when Yogi Bhajan was still alive. And and I love Kundalini yoga. Well, this is the yeah one of the most harmful things about gaslighters in general and narcissists in general. Like coming up, you know, both of our mothers were, and like it is very easy to be like, well, then I need to throw out all of it. You know, but you know what? My mom actually had a great sense of humor and taught me, you know, I probably would, I wouldn't, (laughs) I was just going to say, I wouldn't be funny. (laughs) Like, I. (laughs) (laughs) and for those of you who don't think I am, that it didn't make a difference. But you know what I mean? Like, that wasn't the only thing. Like, we have, like, deep Jewish roots that I love being part of, you know, that she, emanated from her even though she mm-hmm. pretended she wasn't Jewish or whatever um t- told me I wasn't um or raised me as a Christian um and that was the bad part <laughs> but the good part was there was a lot of good so yeah it's it's hard to um people are contain multitudes like yeah I said before Right. Um, anywho, so as far as anxious thoughts, the first thing I wanted to say was that it's great insight. Like, she already seems to know it. Like, so aware. Like, 
I, it's almost, I just felt like saying like, oh, you're so close. You're almost there because most people, when they're caught in the anxious thought, they're not aware like, oh, look, my brain's doing that thing again. You know, mm -hmm. it's they're buying into the story. They're buying into whatever the brain is telling them, you know, like, oh, you're such a fucking loser. Oh, I said that another time on this podcast. But like, let's say your brain <laughs> is saying that to you. You know, a lot of times we're agreeing with that. We're like, oh, God, I am a loser. But it sounds like she just like is super aware that it's just her brain. So um, that's huge. Uh, awareness is everything. And the first thing I would just say is like, if you already know that, you can kick that guy to the curb. Like you can be like, oh, this is where you can set up boundaries for yourself that we've talked about before in the podcast where you can say, oh, you know what? That voice, you're doing that thing again where you're just finding something to be anxious about and we're not going to do that today. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. allow that anymore. That doesn't, you're just doing annoying things. Sorry. Bye. Um, and then you can connect to your heart, put your hand on your heart and just and you can start to find the positive things like this is where it's not spiritual bypassing, where you can say like, oh, I know my brain's doing this thing that I don't like. Then you can start. What what do I love about my let me start thinking things, start thinking about what I'm grateful for, what I love, like replacing the thought. Um, is one thing. Another thing you can do, especially if you notice this, is make that voice sound ridiculous. This is something that I've been talking about lately. It's just like, let's say the voice is like, you're not going to get there in time. What happens if you don't? You can be like, you're not going to get there in time. Oh, you're going to be late. <laughs> you know, like just if you already know it's a liar, Make it sound like a stupid, ridiculous liar that it is. It's just a stupid liar keeping you up, wasting your time. So that's another thing. And then the last thing I want to say is the Byron Katie work is super helpful, especially if you don't realize what she already realized, which is that it's just a story. Um, so one thing that she says, which is true, Byron Katie, that is, says, if we believe our thoughts, we suffer. And if we don't believe our thoughts, we don't suffer. <laughs> so that's a, doing that ridiculous voice is another way to kind of get you to realize to not believe your thoughts, basically. Um, but her four questions are, is this true? Do I really know it's true? I think is what it is. Yeah. Do I absolutely know do this I is true? Absolutely know it's true. So let's say like you're going to be late. We're going to use that example. Do I know that's true? I'm going to be late. Well, how, no, I don't know that's true. I'm still in bed. That time hasn't even happened yet. So do I, do I really know it's true? No, you don't really know it's true. And then you turn it around and you go, right? Well, okay. no, then it's um, how do I feel when I think this thought? Right. How do I and feel? Who, and then who would I be without this thought? Yeah. But where's the turnaround, though? You're and then it's a turnaround. <laughs> oh, after that. Okay. So then yeah. before it goes. So yeah. So then who would, who do who am I? Who am I when I believe this thought? And it's usually like a, you know, like, oh, I'm anxious. I'm upset. And then who would I be without this thought? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then who would I be without this thought? Because that Something thought like that. is a lie. Anyway, so yeah, look and, it up. And then you turn it around to the opposite, like in a, in a lot of different ways, and you find how the opposite thought could actually be more true. So it's like a way of undermining limiting beliefs or thoughts that are that I do. That's when I go to that work is mm -hmm. when it's like, 
I just keep thinking because it was like with my tooth thing, I kept thinking like, oh, I shouldn't have gone to that dentist Mm. that I went to in Los Angeles years ago because now I'm having this issue. And then I like, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Like I just kept thinking that over and over. So that was when I went to Byron Katie and I was like, do I even really know that that dentist fucked up my tooth? Maybe she didn't, you know, like it just kind of made it so it wasn't as like real in my mind yeah because yeah we all and what she would say even is like all we are is this present moment like the past is just a memory it's not even who we are it's just like this vision this picture in our heads of what happened in the past it's not even who we actually are so it doesn't even exist yeah it's (laughs) one tool yeah so like you in the past but what I mean is like you in the dentist from the past it's just like a random story it's not even a true thing that and it yeah it's not gonna change anything for me thinking that but I do can I add something Mm -hmm. oh yeah no it was only my turn (laughs) goodbye so I just read in the most recent psychology today an article about Mm. anxiety and it real something really clicked for me in this article it was like about how uh, people who have, I think it was about generalized anxiety disorder, but I, which I don't have, but I still mm-hmm. like sometimes have recurring thoughts. And it was saying that um, s- many people who have that actually are trying to avoid pain oh, by totally. thinking of those, like instead of maybe go, maybe there's some shadow work, like maybe there's some unhealed trauma that you could go into and so like what you do sometimes when you're you have all those thoughts is it's a way of distracting yourself yes. from so it's so now you're just kind of stressed and distracted instead of in pain yes. which if you feel that pain then you'll move through that pain and then you'll be on the other side of that pain yeah so glad you brought that up yeah. because yeah the, and oftentimes people who use that who who obsess a lot and I used to be one of those people I'm not saying I'm perfect now but um but for a long time I used to do that circle in my head oh so painful mm-hmm. and the reason why was because that's how I survived my childhood I had to figure out yeah what my mother was thinking what my father was thinking mostly my mother <laughs> um but yeah, in order to survive. So it's like, I got this thing. Oh, if I just figure it out, then I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, <laughs> excuse me, it's a way of distraction to avoid just exactly what you said to avoid the pain of whatever is under there. Yeah. So with all of these tools, you could also there's another tool that I know of. And that Sorry. is white chestnut flower essence. I was going to say that too. And yeah, white chestnut is great. And also I also want to say one way to get you into your body, into um, away from the circling in the head is to come into your body. Where Mm -hmm. do I feel Mm -hmm. this in my body? Um, And then what sensation is associated with that feeling? So let's say that you have some tension in your stomach um, or, okay, I'll go there first. So you have tension in your stomach, then what sensation is associated with it? Just try to see if you can have any feeling What's the feeling there? Oh, maybe there's a little sadness or tightness or, you know, go into just some way in to get you out of your head and in your body and into your feelings. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, when and you're in your head. I, you, I feel yeah. like we've given her know, like 12, 20 answers. Things. I know. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I also have had success with working with the angel Zafkiel. I talk about mm. her in... Um, 
in Little Guide to Protection Magic. She also has a similar energy to the goddess Kali, who I have worked with for this purpose, like Kali and Zafkiel, this kind of like calling on them when I am having recurring thoughts Mm. to just clear it out, just kind of like just that empty, open clear liberated place wouldn't the violet flame be good for that too Mm -hmm. yeah and zafkiel is has been related to the violet violet fire yeah fire yeah i i have a whole um (laughs) module of my inner child healing class to deal with the inner critic so i'm sure we both could even go on even more. Yeah, we um, could. Yeah. Humor is really great. That's part of why that like works too. Because <laughs> the last thing I'll say about it is just like the thing about these anxious thoughts is that it's all a lie. It's just a lie. And we put so much trust in our thoughts. And it's maybe like the last place we should <laughs> trust mm-hmm. it. Like our brain is really good for – um you know, like daily tasks and figuring Mm -hmm. out intellectual things. It's really bad for emotional to help you heal emotions and Mm -hmm. and, uh, spiritual crises. It's just not, it's not what it's best. It's like you're putting in, you know, the worst player on your team to solve a problem. Yeah. (laughs) So moving to the body, the spirit, your feelings will help you. Hope that helped our 5,000 answers to that one question. Um, Okay, we have one last question, which is, um, hello, ladies, I have a question about clearing the home. My husband and I have separated and he's moving out of our home at the end of the month. I'll be staying here with my daughter for a bit until we find a new place. My question is, what is the best way to remove our and his energy uh, from the home? I want to welcome in lighter, fun, happier energy for myself and my daughter. Thank you so much. Love you, ladies. Amanda. Do you want? Sure. Well, congratulations for that positive change. I know Mm -hmm. it must be painful, but it is exciting because I'm sure it's for the best. Mm. So, um, So I would first make sure to get all of his stuff if he if there's anything left over even anything that seems like it's trash or I don't know that is I mean just anything he left that Mm -hmm. was his get it out of there Mm -hmm. if there's stuff you shared that reminds you of him or um, I mean I know you're staying in that house so that's gonna be something you shared that reminds you of him but you can like if possible you could take furniture outside to be cleansed in sunlight I'm just really I feel like sunlight is so helpful so you could open all the windows and let light in with all the windows open and the doors if you don't have cats or something if this if it's possible to open all the windows and all the doors on a sunny day and then burn some sage um you know cleanse with sage smoke or you could i I feel like white sage for this one and move in a counterclockwise direction through each room and area of the space this could you could do this at the same time that you put some of the furniture out in the sunlight if that's possible to be detoxified energetically um i just um, want to say when you do do it my suggestion is as you burn the sage is to just say release any energy that 
isn't yours and yeah. bring in any energy that brings in lightness and love and your yeah. energy calling your energy back to you releasing any energy that isn't yours so not so much focusing on like gotta get him out of here but just mm -hmm. like releasing the energy back to where it belongs and calling in what you do want there you go yeah i like that positive way of approaching cleansing yeah. like we do i have been talking about that um more and more is just to not to get into the like I'm toxic I gotta when you cleanse like yeah. just that if you can like have it be a way of taking care of yourself shifting energy in a positive way but not like thinking of all the toxins you've got to get out of there um so that's a really great great addition um and definitely carry a dish or a plate under the sage so you don't start any fires and then um after you do that then I suggest sealing in the energy so you mm. could do that it's like when you cleanse in that way you kind of create a vacuum so mm. then you want to really set the energy the way you want it to be mm -hmm. you want to call set your intention for the space so you could do that maybe by lighting incense or diffusing some essential oil and um, standing in a central location in your house Maybe placing your hands in prayer pose, taking some deep breaths, and then feeling your intention. So that's love and light and lightness for yourself and your daughter in this mm -hmm. case. And then imagine a sphere of light completely filling and encompassing your house. And it, you could bring in any color that you want. And then imagine it just gently rotating in a clockwise direction because mm -hmm. lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. So that's opposite if you're in the southern hemisphere. Hmm. But imagine right, rotating. Righty, tidy, lefty, right, I mean righty, loosey, lefty, tidy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it's not, it doesn't sound as cool. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to kind of bring in and, um, you know, lock in that energy, that clockwise direction. And you imagine your intention just filling that light and then kind of like anchoring in to your space. Mm -hmm. And I would just add to that, um, I just liked, what I like to do also is to, um, I like to cleanse with light a lot of times, so, um, so one thing, I mean, you can do this, like, do that, and then the next day also, you know, just like, I like to imagine like a fire hose of light, just clearing out the whole house at once, and then seeing it all go down into the grounding cord of the house, because the house has a grounding cord too, and just oh, yeah. let, anchoring the house in the grounding cord, opening up the bottom of the grounding cord, taking in all that energy that doesn't serve it anymore, and then um, grounding it like... Um, Plugging that grounding cord into the center of the earth so the house is like present time, your energy. Yeah, I love doing that. And I also yeah. like to connect my house to the cosmos so you could connect, mm, like send yeah. a pillar or a trunk of light. Uh, like imagine that going up from your house and tapping into universal light and just bringing that down into your home also. And, yeah. you know, you might also want to get rid of gifts he's given you. Mm. I know that can get tricky. So if it feels can, right, follow your intuition. Yeah, yeah. I also, I just got this feeling of flowers, like bringing in oh, life, yeah. you know, bringing yes. in pretty flowers, plants, life, you know. If you don't flowers. have a cat, I mean, maybe you should adopt. <laughs> you get a cat. Or a dog. That's like your answer to every question. <laughs> Definitely. It's implied <laughs> if I haven't said it. <laughs> 
All right. Um, that's the questions. So now it's time for the energy report. Okay. So <laughs> I just realized we didn't talk about something we were going to at the beginning, but maybe we can talk about it next time. Oh, well, you we want can talk to? about it now. Yeah, I know. I realized that too, that I didn't talk about the awesome reading that I had with oh, you. Oh, well, <laughs> that wasn't <laughs> the part that I was talking about, but um, about just, well, the reason I thought of it is because um, of the guy that we met. <laughs> the guy we met in the reading yeah so that that something that happened to me was that I was gonna schedule a session I was thinking of scheduling a session with my childhood counselor who was not just my childhood counselor but he I went back to him when I was in my early 20s and then in my maybe mid 20s and then I also went to him with my mom at one point and he really helped me with like kind of seeing the strange dynamics of our relationship basically this is been a man who has helped me a whole lot throughout mm. my entire life and I was thinking maybe I could schedule something with him and then when I googled him I found his obituary from 2016 so it was just like what yeah. this whole time he hasn't yeah. been here and mm. I didn't know and you know so that was just something that happened yeah and then Natasha helped me to get in touch with him, which was so beautiful. It's just like yesterday after that happened, I kept tearing up Aww. and I was connecting with his energy. It's just Aww. really beautiful. That's so nice. <clears throat> well, the reason I wanted to bring him up is because he showed us, <clears throat> excuse me, he showed us this, um, just the softest healing place he was basically like you can come here whenever you want he was talking to Tess but then he also told me I could <laughs> <laughs> and it was like what well, all I can my image of it is is like a like a an off-white um like soft cashmere fluffy sweater or not cashmere it's a different material but it's like that material that's really soft and a little like angora Mm, yeah yeah that's what it felt like to me and he showed it to me like that's basically one place that he goes to hang out and it and it felt like just this heart chakra like I put that energy in my heart chakra I think he told me to and it was like oh I just got an instant healing like it's just softness and everything's okay and yeah, it was really nice. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Really, really powerful healer, this guy. Uh, so great. I mean, he was really so lucky to yeah. meet him in life. Aww. And now we know him even when yeah, he's not in his on body. On the other side. I so, know. It's so beautiful. One of the, he, the reason I was thinking of this, well, I'll, is because at the end I'm going to talk about that for a tool that everybody can use I do feel like he was saying it's like for everybody like mm. anybody can have this feeling and have this yeah he's saying yes yeah um, that's his style yeah so um what I wanted to talk about for the energy report which is the energy trend that I was experiencing in clients last week and that I'm seeing in the week feeling into in the week ahead and it is actually interesting that we got that anxiety question and um, 
uh, well, yeah, that we got that question because I was feeling into the week ahead that as now we're in Aries and everybody's pretty excited about being in Aries, like moving into no, 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 uh, shade on Pisces. I'm a Pisces rising, even wearing a Pisces shirt today. Um, but it's just like people are really ready to feel into spring in this, in our hemisphere and, and that, that like kind of bright, brighter energy and it's movement it's like more movement forward but what I'm kind of feeling into is that it can turn into anxiety if we get a little too frenetic with it Um, and also maybe if we're like ready to go out and do stuff and we're still not vaccinated that could be part of it too like a frustration to me it feels yeah that could be part of it like I want to do this I'm gonna do that and it's like "Ah," like Aries energy does not like to be contained no so I am feeling that there's some of that but um and okay so I'll just say that that angora softness energy to combat it and I guess we can add this to the list for that other question is to put that kind of softness in your heart Mm -hmm. that feeling of like if you have a soft sweater and you just like gently put it on your heart um which sounds kind of funny but it I can feel that on an energy level and um it's because it's like it also gives off the information or gives the information of like there's enough time. It's okay. Everything's okay. It's all fine. And you're fine. And it's all going to be good. (laughs) That's the feeling I get from that, like taking some breaths directly into the heart and feeling that that softness um, looks really helpful. You know what, I was going to talk about a whole other thing, but I think I'm going to wait for that for next week, because this feels... Um, because that other thing was about validation and I'm also feeling like that's a theme for the month. So it probably will be accurate next week. And this is like what needs to be shared today. Um, it's funny now, Pat is very, I want to, I want to say very talkative, but he's very like indicating like this is what is needed. Almost like (laughs) also picturing like this big, like a blanket of, um, this angora blanket like almost like seeing it go over the whole earth like it kind of reminds me of what you said about um deactivating someone's power putting it in sea salt their card in sea salt it's a similar kind of feeling of like deactivating anxiety on the earth even oh yeah it's like a like it's just like Mm. like yeah just um what's the word i want i've been so bad with words lately um just neutralizes it. It like neutralizes the anxiety, and and then on top of it, it's this loving, like, like a lot, like a loving hug from if you had a loving grandmother, which I didn't, yeah. but that's the idea. That's <laughs> 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 the feeling that I get. It's just like, oh, it's all okay, or like a loving angel, like an angel or a guide. Yeah. So be gentle with yourselves this week, and um feel into that loving feeling maybe light a candle meditate allow those feelings to come up even as we're in airy season like take still taking care of yourself um in kind of maybe a slower way but it's like a place too just want to emphasize in case you guys missed this that it also you can because that's what i did yesterday after our session i 
Jessica just kind of like step into this sweater temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a place. It just feels so nurturing yeah. just to be like, oh, this is just a safe, cozy. Sweater like, temple. Yeah, sweater yeah. temple. Yeah. And to me, I just feel it so much in the heart chakra. Like it's yeah. It just emanates through. I love that sweater temple. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Okay, so now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, so today, if you happen to be listening today um, on Monday, on the day that this comes out, it is World Water Day. Not Mm. only is it World Water Day, but the moon is in a water sign, which is Cancer. And it's Monday, which is ruled by the moon, which is watery. Although Hmm. we did just move into airy season, which is fiery. Hmm. Um, But you could, if you'd like to, um, honor World Water Day by honoring, blessing the oceans and waters of Mm. the world. That's nice. Yeah, so I had a little ritual. I have a little ritual for that in my planner on World Water Day, which is March 22nd, the astrological aspects couldn't be more perfect to perform a healing blessing for our precious oceans and seas. Create a simple altar to the Divine Mother, perhaps in her incarnation as Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, White Tara, or Yamaya. Offer her a white rose and a seashell and say a prayer for the wellness of the waters and the aquatic ecosystems of our beloved blue planet. Hmm, I love that. Thanks. So and that's so funny. That's... It is watery too, and and that's how I was feeling about the nurturing. Still, oh, even yeah. though we're in airy season, it still feels like we need that kind of a little right. bit. Still. The sweater temple is very Cancer vibes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so the other thing that I wanted to mention is that the full moon in Libra is Sunday. Mm. So this is a great time for magic related to harmony and connecting to the beauty of life and also self-care which that after my session with natasha yesterday which you guys was so good it was so good and natasha did so much stuff like energetically (laughs) i mean i got a new crown chakra i mean it was really intense and beautiful yeah. yeah but i really came away with um like I, I really deeply saw how I could benefit quite a lot from being more gentle with myself, which Natasha actually said, like more softness, mm, you know, mm. which I saw I was able to kind of see how I do really value um, my Capricorn rising, how it uh, <laughs> it like like starting habits, you know, like sticking totally, to things yeah. like it's just like because but but part of how it works is it kind of just overrides like that's how it works. Like just do it. Why? Because that's <laughs> what you do. You know, <laughs> it's like, like when it's like but meditation and that's how I have a meditate like my meditation practice often is that like time to sit down and meditate. Mm. And it's like but it could be really beautiful, <laughs> which I did today. It was like instead of that, you know, mm. it's not like that every day, but many yeah, days yeah. like that's how I stick to the habit of it you know and then I was like what if instead I really like start by tuning into myself like how can I really just like what's really gonna benefit me today and how can I listen to myself how can I be kind to myself how can I tune in you know and then meditate with that starting with that so that to me that feels like the libra full moon is going to be really cool for that kind of energy (laughs) why well just because i'm a libra moon and 
I, I that's what I do. I can't. I, I didn't even think about it. That's what I do. Anyway. You don't. You would never think about meditating in that Capricorn rising sort of way. No, and I all. But I also. <laughs> I'm like, what do I need today? Like, what? That's how yeah. I start. Like, what oh, do you I always. Need? Yeah, that's what I do. do. And yeah, then- <laughs> for, the Capricorn rising is like, what do you need today? You need to sit down and meditate. <laughs> that's so funny yeah and I still meditate most days but some days I'm like well what do I need oh I need to not meditate today yeah every now and then that I just like sometimes on the weekends I'm like no spiritual nothing spiritual (laughs) because that's that's my job like what can I do that is not that (laughs) even though I love it the other reason I stick to it is because you know when I meditate I'm like often that it's funny I had a a I did a trade with Tanya, the amazing Tanya. Hi, Tanya. She Hi, does, Tanya. Tanya Richardson. She gives amazing angel readings. And um, one in, I, we were talking about the Merkaba meditation I do. And she's like, I don't know if this is for you, but the angels are saying how that Merkaba meditation can be kind of addicting, like to that you would just oh. want to spend all of your time there. And I was like, oh, if I had time, that definitely would be wow. happening. <laughs> and I don't consider it a problem. Even. Wow. <laughs> I definitely would. It's just so lovely, but I just don't have the time. Well, yeah, see, and that to me, <laughs> I can easily see how that would be true. But it's funny that like by approaching meditating with that sort of like the exercise is the same. Like, oh, time to exercise. Uh, yeah, That's just no. what you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I value again it can be very useful it's like when people are like how do you write so many books it's like I sit down and write every day (laughs) (laughs) it is very useful yeah that you know what I think because I love meditating I I do it like six days a week but I will say I don't have that with exercising so when I tune in like what do I need right now my body does not want to exercise so I am not exercising and then I do sometimes go a few days like without it I mean I do also really like it but it is not anyway well you do yeah yeah yeah, but my point is that I think I've sort of like overridden a lot of the natural joy that I have with (laughs) meditating and spirituality by kind of like approaching it in that way so that's a really big realization I know. And you know, my mom I, was a You Cap- helped me have it. Oh, thanks. My mom, or I'm glad. Um, She was a Capricorn moon. And I think she was a Virgo rising. Anyway, she was real on task. I mean, there was mm-hmm. no room for, I think maybe that's part of also why I rebel against it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. for you, I mean, it seems to be helpful for the most part. I know. I do really like it. It's just that yeah. I think I had blinders on that particular issue. It's like, this yeah. is something I really like. Like, I don't need to just yeah. sit down and just set the timer and do it, you know? <laughs> Timer's done. Meditation over. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, is that our practical magic segment? It is. Yes. So oh, now- you know what I wanted to say? Also, this week is Passover starts on Saturday, and I would feel like a bad Jew if I didn't mention oh. it. What so, did we say? What's the greeting? Oh, again? shit. Oh, sorry. You did it to me again. I never remember. <laughs> this is the problem. Listen, I, my mother raised me Christian. I was baptized. I didn't even know I was Jewish. Oh, yeah. Until no, I was very No shame in this. Older. Let's just say happy. Can we say happy Passover? Yeah. A happy type of thing. Uh, yeah, you say you can say happy Passover. <laughs> I always mix it up between that one and the Yom Kippur one. 
I had, I mean, there was so much Yiddish in my life, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't associated with, with holidays because we didn't celebrate any Jewish holidays. It was mostly to all of the Yiddish words I know are either something's crazy or a mess. Oh, there's so many words in Yiddish, uh, my, <laughs> apparently for everything's a mess. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Everything's oishkashprite, she used to say oh. that to me a lot, like all over the place. Look at oh, your room. that's all over the place? Yeah, it's oishkashprite. Okay. All right, shall we do our housekeeping? Yes, let's do our housekeeping. All right. So well, where you, can we find about, you? Oh, you oh, want me to start? You, well, whenever you go, I'm going to grab my oracle cards real quick. But, oh, okay, I'll um, start. Okay. Um, so you can find our podcast at magicmondaypodcast.com. That's where you'll find the show notes where I try to put all the links to everything that we mention in the show notes. And that's at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at magicmondaypod and on Facebook at magicmondaypodcast listeners. I'm sorry. Instagram is Magic Monday Podcast. Huh. Facebook is Magic Monday Pod Jeez. and Magic Monday Podcast <laughs> listeners. I, I come and back you- <laughs> here to find you messing up. <laughs> and <laughs> you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. You can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at TessWhitehurst, on Facebook at TessWhitehurst author. <laughs> this seems hard today. And on YouTube at TessWhitehurst. What'd you say? <laughs> This seems hard today oh, for some yeah. reason. I like by feel the way, like I'm hanging on by a thread to getting it all right. I even know what this Passover greeting is, but I don't know how to say it right. So I'm not going to say it. Okay, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can schedule a session with me or take one of my classes. Um, and I'm also, uh, you know, you can do that on there. <laughs> and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at highestlighthealing. All right. I can't decide if I should. And maybe it's this Libra moon coming up, amplifying my Libra moon, which oftentimes is um, people people find Libra. I guess the the thing they say about Libra sometimes is they can't make decisions or that's one of the. I don't really have that problem most of the time. Um, maybe it's because it's just my moon. But today I can't decide between Wisdom of the Hidden Realms or the Lightseers Tarot. Do you have a choice? Mm. Mm. No. Okay, Lightseers. I'm gonna... Oh, I was just going to read from the Wisdom of the Hidden Realms. Well, yeah, maybe do Wisdom of the okay. Hidden Realms. I don't know. I was just because I actually was thinking about like wondering if you had that deck just like earlier no. in the week. Didn't I read I from it last time? No, I oh, feel I like you haven't. Like oh. I have it, and I love it, and I didn't. I don't think you've read. read oh, from that I one. thought I did that literally. Like, if not last week, the week before. Oh well, maybe I just don't remember. Okay. All right. Well, I picked the altar priestess preparation prayer sacred ritual. So I'm going to read from it now. <laughs> 
Just trying to find it. Okay. <laughs> the stage is set and the world is waiting for you to take your place in the sacred meditation and prayer. As your ally, the altar priestess brings the ritual of reverent interaction with the mundane world. You're being required now to see everything as sacred. All of life is meditation and every action as a prayer of devotion. When you're able to perceive the world in this way, your question will lead you to the appropriate answer. If all is sacred, how can anything be wrong? Ask how you can shift your consciousness to see your circumstances through the eyes of the divine and you will realize how perfect and sacred everything is right now. I feel like that is what the sweater temple, mm -hmm. is that what you called it? Mm -hmm. That's what the sweater temple is all about. It's like everything's fine. Everything's sacred. Everything's good. You don't have to worry yeah. about a thing. And also that priestess, I mean, I feel like that's what I'm called to do also is just be real gentle and conscious of my own energy. Like not just yeah. like, oh, it's my job to take care of other, but not, not like just take care of other people, but it. to talk about, yeah. you know, energetics and, but to really remember like, oh yeah. And to just really take care of my own energy. Yeah. Yeah. In a sacred I really way. I like that. You know? Mm-hmm. So I drew bleeding heart mm. and this, I feel like this is kind of talking about um, what we were talking about with the anxiety when you can go into the pain. Well, the of... sweater temple goes right in the heart oh, and her heart's right. all lit up and that's where yeah. the sweater temple goes it's to the me. Picture, the picture is of a woman like she's arched back and touching she's like letting the pain be there and touching her heart like feeling mm -hmm. the light and the strength because it's like that grief and that pain in our heart we can want to shrink against it and not feel it or mm -hmm. we can breathe into it and let it be there and then it moves and it transmutes and transforms energy so yeah i'll read some of this whether or not you consciously realize it, somewhere deep within your heart center, the wheel of energy, an actual physical region located at the center of your sternum, um, there is pain in the form of grief or heartbreak that is crying out to be healed. This is never something to lament or worry about. In fact, it is an intrinsic quality of the human condition. We are infinite beings having a temporary experience within the illusion of time. As such, we experience loss all along the way, and our sensitive openness causes us to grieve, not just for ourselves, but also for other suffering beings within the interconnected whole. Without this sense of grief and awareness of pain, we can have no sense of joy and awareness of love. This means it is not in our best interest to hide from pain or numb ourselves in order to muffle it. When it is stuck and unacknowledged, it causes life to feel stale and depressing. But when we feel it and heal it, it is the wind in our sails that helps propel us forward in beautiful, life-affirming ways. So feel the pain. Breathe into it. Really it really is what you said, that anxiety. Uh, what's underneath the anxiety is <clears throat> that pain to feel so you can transform it. Like yeah, you said, I, the heart's I a great just, alchemizer. Yeah, and I was just talking today or recently to someone about um, how the older I get, I feel like the more pain I feel like nor mm -hmm. like in a normal day <laughs> because because yeah. it's like there's so many memories, like so many times of my life that are gone, so many people I knew who are gone mm -hmm. um, or friendships that are not in my life anymore, like just times that are completely gone. And yeah. it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to have all those memories. And it's just so painful. And mm -hmm. even just things changing, like in a way that they'll never be 
I mean, like ways that my hometown looks different or mm. something, for example, like yeah, just more and more, the older we get, the more that happens. So learning to flow with that and feel that pain mm-hmm. and let it be a way to open us up to beauty, I think is really important. Yeah. And know that it doesn't have to break us. It can actually make us stronger and f- help us feel more secure when we are able to support ourselves. Yeah. Like it can be a way for light to come in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. I also know that. <laughs>